Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Really hope everyone's been enjoying the podcast and all the different episodes, genres of discussion that you can tune into, maybe learn something or find a new interest in it. Um, but we have a lot to talk about in this episode. I'm I'm actually going to be reviewing one of my favorite albums um, in hip-hop history. And you know, it might you know sound a little stupid to a lot of people, but this is one of my favorite artists. Um... You know, and, and people will argue, you know, it's surface level music. No, no. I want everyone to go and listen to this artist with a fresh set of ears. Obviously, it is J.D. Youngin. He's in my top five. Rest in peace. For real. I mean, that this guy never missed with, uh, with his music and his craft. And I really think that he's slept on in the grand scheme of things when it comes to the game. Um... But Endless Pain is the album I want to talk about. This album came out in 2019, uh, and it it might be his best when it comes to how many hits. Like, th- there's not there's only like two skippable songs on this on this album for me. Tracks nine and ten, uh, not even nine. I'd say eight and ten. No pen, no pad is mid, and uh, dumb is pretty mid. But every other song I have on my daily playlist because it has literally everything you could ask for i mean it opens up with a bang track one it's called bang really good song then it goes to war ready which is one of it's probably top three songs on this album probably top five that he's ever made um and then so long is really good different emotions hits really hard bro that's a good song really like and the one thing about jd youngin is his production value is incredibly unique his voice as well. He gives you that island type of vibe. But it's way it's way deeper than that. It really is. Um, but Different Emotions, which is track four. I really love that song. Track five is probably my favorite song on the album, which is kind of, you know, probably going to be like, how? But it's Repo. I'm sure everyone's heard that song. I, I fucking love it, bro. Like, you put that shit on in the morning on your way to work or... Uh, you know, you're on your way home from work after a long fucking day, it's nighttime, or you're on the way to the beach, you're on the way to the club, you're with your homies, you're with your girlfriends, who gives a fuck? This is a song you're going to throw on in the car or, you know, at your house party and everyone's going to vibe. Like, it is immaculate vibes in that song. Um, and then Shots Fired is track six, which is another great song. Um, Hop Out, track seven, really good song as well. Um... Like I said, no pen, no pad, skippable. Track 9, Hold Me, is almost skippable. Uh, track 10, Dumb, is skippable. Eleven, Track 11, Regrets, is it's a pretty deep song. Uh, listen to the lyrics in that for sure. Um, tracks 12 and 13, which is No Play Zone and then Taking Over. I fucking love both of those songs as well. Taking Over might be my f- second favorite song on this album. Um, and then together might be my third, and then I would probably put War Ready. But, like, that's the thing. When an album does this to me, it's a fucking great one. Like, I can listen to albums and be like, ah, you know, kind of mid. But when you break it down when it comes to the tracks and realize, man, this guy actually put a shit ton of hits in one album, and it was all a part of the same project, so it means a lot more than just releasing a bunch of singles. When you can successfully smash out a, um, this is a, uh, how many tracks total? I just went over it. I'm stupid. 14 track album and only two of them are skippable. I'm pretty sure that's a fucking A minus. A. 
Um, but I, I really do think if you've not listened to this album, you should. Out of 10, I'm giving this album a 9.5, uh, just purely on the fact alone. Not only the production value of the, the album is really good, um, the lyrics are always really awesome with J.D. Youngin. Really, it, he's able to flow on so many different types of beats, and his range is there. And it, you know, excuse me, it was there. Um, and the cool thing about him as a rapper and an artist is the fact that he grew with his music personally, and you could hear it, not just in his voice, but with what he was saying. His words weren't surface level anymore. It was, he was. <laughs> A common line he liked to use is, I just want to spread my wings and fly. Like, you can tell he was, towards the end, you know, kind of almost calling out to God. You know, and that's kind of a deep, uh, it kind of makes me a little emotional, you know, because that's a tough subject, bro. Like, and on on his most recent album, uh, Forever 23, two times. Great album. And the, the final song on it, it's Goodbye. It's called Goodbye. And there's literally recordings of him just, you know, like, you know, if we're going to die, then you die. Every, everyone has a day, you know, and it's just, uh, it's so tragic, bro. Cause like, especially the circumstances that surround his passing as well as just his, like how he got to fame and shit, bro. Like, you know, may not be the most respectable thing, but he was on some like NBA hot boy shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, obviously feuding with NBA, um, did not help his career. Um, in the grand scheme, I don't want to speak too much on that because both of these guys are in my top five, you know, favorite artists of all time. And they definitely did not get along. Um, but uh, there's so many iconic moments have come from JD Young and, and what he's been able to accomplish with his singles, his albums. I mean, I just really appreciate his craft in general. You go back to his first actual project, the real Jumpman 23 in 2017, to Wake Up in 2017, to Taking Off in 2018, to 23 in 2018, to Forever 23 in 2018, to Endless Pain, which I kind of just talked about um, in 2019, and then Can't Speak on It in 2019, Misunderstood in 2019, Baby 23 in 2020, 23 is Back in 2021, Scarred EP in 2022, All Is Well EP in 2022, and obviously Forever 23 two times 2023. Really um, a shame he wasn't able to complete that album trilogy because uh, the first Forever 23 was just so special as well. Purge, Early Morning, uh, Every Chain On, Thought Thought, Catch Me in Traffic, Case Closed, Rockstar, Better Days. I mean, my God, man, he he had some he had some bangers, bro. Like he actually, I'm I'm glad that. While he was on this planet, or some would say in this realm, uh, that he was able to put out the content and the catalog that he was able to. He he made something special for a lot of people in at least my age demographic. Because, man, I remember you know back in high school, this is one of the only guys I was listening to, bro. Not just because I was narrow-minded, because this is one of the guys I honestly related to a lot um, and was able to vibe with pretty easily. And I think that's important when, you, when you're when you talking about music and especially some of these artists. I want to be completely respectful. This man did pass away. You know, he moved on from this life. And I don't want to take any shred of respect or accolade away from him when I talk about his craft because it, it's not right. You know, when people, you know, after the fact just talk about these artists like they're 
fucking objects. Like, no, this was a human being. And uh, he, he, you know, on this earth may have not done the best things when it comes to karma and the universe. Um, but you can tell towards the end when I was talking about how he was kind of like calling out to God and shit. Especially in some of like his... Um, sorry, I'm just thinking about this. Loki tearing me up. But like... On Forever 23 two times, bro. Like, Dirty Soul. Whew. Check that song out. Like, please. I mean, this guy... He, he was hurt. And it sucks, because as a fan, especially for all these years, uh, you really just wanted to see him in a better space. You want to see, obviously, everyone in a good mental health you know, state, and, and and they're safe. You know, this guy had a fucking kid. A family. We all do. You know, everyone has a family, and people will love them, and, and the music video for Goodbye just hits different, bro, because Young and Ace pulled up to the funeral, uh, you know, respectfully and obviously. Um, it just... This is not an artist for me that I listened to more after he passed. I, I, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I hopped in. Rush put me on the real Jumpman 23 back in freshman year. Going into sophomore year, man. 2016, 2017, bro. I mean, it was a, it was a great time for music back in those days for sure. And it's crazy that I blink and it's almost 2024. It's, uh, that's another thing I just want to, kind of talk about here music and time it's crazy it's like it, it really is beautiful in the grand scheme of things because music is art film is art fucking pictures fucking paintings all that is art and it can transcend time and bring you back to those places bring you back to that time bring you back to your youth maybe even you find a gem in the rough there you know and it uh it's definitely the case with J.D. Youngin because I have honestly can safely say I've completely gone through his entire catalog. And I'll say one thing, it's just not enough. Sadly, it's just not enough. But at the weird time, the same time, it's honestly the perfect amount, you know? And it's important to notate, you know, this wasn't a role model to your child, <laughs> I don't think anyone in that space is, right? I'm not going to show NBA Youngboy videos to, to, to a fucking infant child or to a five-year-old in kindergarten. But when you get old enough to understand the words and understand the vibe, the mood, the tempo, appreciate the production, the overall sound of the craft... God, and then, you know, some of these guys and, and gals wind up passing away and you're left with that question of what if, you know, and it's a, it's a damning question because it low-key is disrespectful, you know. I'm fucking grateful for everything that he was able to, to, to release. And I know he didn't have complete hands-on, obviously, with Forever 23 two times. That was a lot of his family and friends, I imagine. Um, but it still felt, and, and, it, and it was, it was him. That, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. Endless Pain is a great album. It's a great album. I'm not, I can't take that away. But I'm sitting here just looking at Forever 23 two times, bro. I, I just think... I don't think anything he released had as much meaning. Besides maybe the all... Like, he had two EPs, which aren't full albums, but nine... Um, all is Well EP in 2022 only had nine tracks. 
And then Scarred in 2022 only had eight tracks, which if you have not listened to any of these, check out Man in the Mirror. It's literally about him like kind of self-reflecting about like how he doesn't even recognize himself. Like he is scared of himself, but he's also scared of the wrath of the afterlife. Um, and then, fuck, that's powerful. And then Ready For It is good. It's really good. Uh, but the best song probably on that album, besides Man in the Mirror, is probably Scarred. And I keep saying album, it's an EP, but I'm gonna call it an album, bro. I mean, I don't, I think EPs kind of went extinct, extinct a little while ago. Um, but I mean, just going over, I've talked about him a bunch on the podcast, and I think I, I'll, I'll never stop. Um, I, I just think he's one of the most underrated rappers, at least of my generation. I, I really do. I know he only really popped off in 2017 with The Real Drumman 23, and then he kind of rode that that success, um, potentially for better or for worse. But he did something special there, man. And, and, he, and he did it out of a city where... And not exactly, I don't think, I think there's a little distance between the two, but NBA Youngboy, um, JD Youngin, all these guys were coming out of that area, bro, in Louisiana. And you just really got to appreciate that kind of sound. Because, like, Atlanta has a sound, New York has a sound, LA has a sound, fucking Tampa, St. Pete has a sound. Like... And I think, honestly, out of all the different sounds besides Memphis, because I love Memphis rappers, but I think I think Baton Rouge is probably my favorite area of where artists are coming out of, in my opinion. I would say my hometown of St. Louis, but besides 30 Deep Grimy, I don't know what what else to really throw up there um, in that list of St. Louis rappers. I might be completely uneducated. I Well, Nelly, but... We all know what happened there. Um, but yeah, no, overall, I, like I said, I gave Endless Pain a 9 out of 10. Uh, and, and I think it's rightfully earned. And, and I, like I said, I, this is one of his topper tier albums. Besides Forever 23 and Forever 23 two times. Um, I don't think that he's released a better album. I could say 23... Uh, that 2018 release with Elimination and No Tint and I Made the List and Had Enough and New Spot. Uh, but I that might be fourth in line, in all honesty. And then The Real Jumpman, 23, his first project released in 2017, is probably at that fifth. But Muddy Situation, Betrayed. Um, what else is there here? Sorry, my Apple Music's acting up. <laughs> um... Constantly Working is really good as well. Amazing is good. Slick Dissin is good. And you can actually go back and kind of listen to him and NBA Youngboy's beef throughout their albums in the uh, late 2010s. It's really interesting, actually. Um, But I really also got a shout-out. 23 is back. His 2021 release. Spot'em, Zaza. What's Wrong With You. Hellcat. Bankroll. Looking For You. Murder. Uh shitbag, <laughs> confidential decisions, there's a lot of good songs on there, 13 track album, which I greatly appreciate and have not slept on, but I think his most slept on project for sure is Baby 23, uh, Shada's is really good, Draco's, uh, Draco is good, Perky Activated is good, 38k, and a little uh, a little shot or a little stolen, uh, you know, 
if we all know what uh, NBA Youngboy's first project was, 38K baby, but uh, we'll uh, keep moving forward. <laughs> Touch Your Toes featuring Lotto is really good, but this is his longest album, 23 tracks, and the t- 23rd track is 23 Island, and we all know that song. Um, Down to Business is really good. Peer Pressure with Kevin Gates is really good. Cold Case is good. Um, Talking to Myself is good. Do Your Dance with Moneybag is really good as well. I I just really hope that he, hopefully after this episode, he will make it onto one of your playlists. At least one song. Just one, you know? And uh, I really do want to say that, like, it's really tough to talk about artists that are, you know, obviously deceased and trying to be as like respectful as possible, trying to make it as, you know, kind of gentle when I refer to, to the man, you know, I don't want to be any kind of like a, you know, just a bot on YouTube doing a review or anything, or just a basic podcast. I actually want to add that human element to it. And and, and learn to appreciate not only the, you know, the fucking sound of the music, but like, you know, listen to the lyrics, listen to, you know, the, the, the person, listen to the artist, see what they're saying, if they're being honest and truthful, and if they're really attempting to change for the better, if they're going through a situation. And I feel like J.D. Young and towards the end of his life, you know, the last couple of years, and you heard it in his music and his craft, and honestly, he didn't really pop out much in social media and He's kind of a little more reserved, I feel, in the 2020s than he was when he was first coming up. Obviously, he had to get the fame um, and play it smart PR-wise. But, you know, towards the end of his life, he seemed to really care about family, religion, God. And maybe even trying to pass on a somewhat decent message to people out there listening. And that's kind of what I what I really want to do with this podcast with all the homies and my brothers. And that's our goal, is to be truthful, authentic, real, honest... And keep keep the human feeling alive, in a sense. And we're all awake. And I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, so are you. And we really appreciate all the support that you give us. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, and TikTok at Tea Time Reports. We are very thorough with content on there regarding sports, some film stuff, some movie stuff, some TV stuff, TV show stuff. Um, and then obviously some music stuff with our song of the days. Make sure you're checking that out on Instagram. You know, show us you like what song, like the like the post on the story, the no, so that we know. Hey, you added that song to your playlist type shit. That'd be pretty cool. Um, and make sure you know if you don't mind, y'all tell your friends. Like tune into an episode to see if they like it. You know, uh, especially if you're out there across the pond. You know, out there in the in, in this beautiful blue world of uh, Earth. Blue and green. And, uh, gosh. I mean, I know I just did the, the turn up the news episode, but, you know, I know the world's on, on kind of in a shit fire stage of uh, crises right now. And I really think that music is one of the best ways to not ignore it, but to kind of get into your zone of deep thought, to meditate, to relax. To turn off the outside noise just for five seconds while you tune in and you relax. That's the key. You know, in this day and age, we're all running around, have computers in our pockets trying to do the right thing every day. Make sure you sit back, you know, throw on your song and meditate. 
going to deep thought. Music isn't just something to bop to. And I get it if that's what music is to you. I do. But if you find the right music, the right artist, the right genre of music that really connects with you, your soul, your spirit, your brain, your heart, I don't think there's anything more therapeutic than that. I really don't. I'd rather do that than go pay $400 a visit to a fucking therapist that's going to tell me the same shit over and over again. You know? Self-health is real, and music can be a good part of that. Don't get too sucked into what's going on behind the scenes with music. It's sinister, it's fucked up, just like everything else in the world. But what you can do is enjoy the craft of authentic artists such as J.D. Youngin. And I really hope that, you know, if you haven't heard of him, if you haven't listened to a song or an album of his, I thoroughly recommend that you do. Give him a chance. Go click on any one of his albums. You'll enjoy it. Seriously. Like, that's a that's a tea time guarantee. And that'll go ahead and wrap up this episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Tea Time Reports and the review of Endless Pain. Uh, rest in peace, J.D. Youngin. Uh, hopefully your spirit is flying high, my friend, and your wings finally did spread. You know, that's the key. And so uh, if you're able to show the universe, especially show God, and I believe God is Earth, show Mother Earth that you love and appreciate her and believe in karma, then, you know, maybe there is an afterlife awaiting us all. And I'd like to think that, you know, potentially with Mr. J.D. Youngin's character change, he's probably flying up there chilling, you know? Just wish he could drop an album down here, you know? <laughs> But rest in peace, brother. And uh, to all those supporters of Tea Time out there, thank you very much for downloading, listening, fuck, even liking an Instagram post. I appreciate it. We all do over here. Take care, everyone. Peace.